favorite song. Oh, that was a deep cut, dude, on The Offspring, dude. The wow. Offspring. I didn't see that one coming, man. Yeah. Not one of their most uh, known, but yeah, great, great tune, man. Who hasn't felt that at some point in their life? Yeah. Well, you know, it's you know, the, they have this uh, melancholy uh, groove to their uh, sound, man. You know, they were kind of the darker side of the uh, pop scene then, I feel like. <laughs> You know, I don't know that that song always goes on my running playlist. It's always on it. It's great, like motivator when you're running. Damn! Wow, you go with yeah. the Offspring. Wow. All right. Oh yeah, that's one of them. Man. You're running away from yourself, man. Why else are you running? Uh, yeah, I like the idea of incorporating running into the playlist. That's always a good move. Any song with running. Yeah. Yeah, man. All right, a little Offspring yeah, action. So. Nobody drops the offspring. You don't hear them like play on the uh, radio. They, you know, they're never like a background song in a movie. No, but I heard you know Adam Carolla talks about it, and they come up on all these podcasts where like these famous people are like, you know, I was at a party and the offspring were there, and they rocked out. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, so they must just be doing private parties, and apparently they're blowing the roof off these fucking parties. It's yeah. weird that they're getting more love now almost than they were maybe when they were, you know, and hitting the scene back in the the 90s. I you know, you remember like their music videos were very dark, right? They were kind yeah. of uh I don't know, except for the pretty fly for the white guy. That was kind of a goofball well, moment for those of, guys. It's kind of a tough gig cuz you came up in the 90s or you know, early 2000s and you you kind of hit this group of people that just weren't conforming. You know? Oh yeah. And that that became your fan base. So you had to wait like 20 years before those people did conform and make enough money to then hire you to play. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well, I think given any amount of time, you eventually hit a point where people are, you know, excited to see Offspring again or you yeah. know, Blink-182. They, they came to Denver and the tickets were like thousands of dollars. It was absolutely insane, man. Like... People lost their mind. And, you know, they announced they're uh, releasing a new album this year, Blink-182. Blink-182? Yeah, they're back at it, man. The oh, or- God, stop yourself. The original... The one of you marries a Kardashian, it's over. I think <laughs> I think the drummer is married to a Kardashian, man. This is what I mean, dude. You guys are, your, whole, your whole thing was you were, like, fighting the system. Yeah, married a Kardashian. Yeah. You couldn't be more in the system. The dude's kind of extreme, though, that Travis Barker fella, the drummer, I think, who's with one of the Kardashians. I definitely yeah. couldn't tell you which one, but I think he, like, was in a plane crash and survived. Yeah, he burned, like, most of his body. That's why he's got all the tits. Dude, uh, this, one ch- this, one, this one chick, she's 20 years old. This guy said he was at a Blink-182 concert, and she turns to me and goes, who's, who's that? Oh, wow. Right? Yeah. And I go, Blink, we never heard of Blink-182. She goes, no, uh-uh. And I go, one of the guys is married to a Kardashian. Which one? And I say Travis Barker. And then I, I had to go through the whole list. I was like, I think he's married to, like, the young one, Chloe. Is that what it is? Well, here's the trick. I don't, I don't actually know how many Kardashians are there. Great, great call. Uh, me neither. Is it four of them? Five? I think one's a dude. But dude, the best part was <laughs> right. when we finally, like, I was finally able to explain it, and then she finally understood. She knew who I was talking about, but only as that chick's husband. Didn't even know he was in a band. That is hilarious. Um, Didn't even know he was in a band. 
only considering, you know, you know, I'm a, I'm a fantasy football guy, uh, fantasy baseball. I uh, finished in second place. I lost in the championship. Uh, I hate to break the job. news. I won the little cash, though, at least. Uh, so it's a good, good deal, unfortunate. But uh, in the fantasy uh, football world, I follow, <laughs> I follow sports now uh, all the time, and I'm big in the, uh, the NFL. <laughs> now, uh, Emma yesterday came up to me and asked me uh, if I had uh, heard of this Travis Kelce guy. <laughs> and I was like... Oh, Taylor Swift's boyfriend. <laughs> So you hear this Travis Kelce guy? I was like, Travis Kelce, he's uh, he's like one of the greatest tight ends to ever play. You know the game here. Uh, he's, Dude, he's the most really coveted funny. player you know in fantasy football. Oh yeah. Dude, the only reason I know who he is is because I read an article about Indians reaching out to Taylor Swift to try to end the. Uh, Tomahawk chop at the Kansas City Chiefs games. Well, here's what I was thinking. Well, I got a, I got a lot of thoughts on this whole thing. I got a lot okay, of thoughts. Right. Yeah, yeah. First of all, Emma asked me if I know about this guy, and I said, yeah, I have a good idea about him. He's he like goes in the first round in the fantasy football drafts. You know what I'm saying? He's like one of the greatest players. <laughs> oh, nice. He's one of the greatest tight ends ever, and uh, <clears throat> he's um very well known dude for people who follow sports. And uh, she starts telling me how uh, how he's like the hottest, this hot dude who is really stylish. And, you know, there's all these pictures of him styling, right? And he's this super hot guy and asking me if I had ever heard of him. And I gave her this whole spiel. And then she showed me uh, this whole thing that's a trend now on TikTok where women are asking their boyfriends if they've ever heard of this Travis fella. Uh, and these and these bros around America are losing their minds, being like, "Have you never heard of this guy? He's won two Super Bowls." You know, like, are you kidding me? Get on the roof, brother! And so, um, <laughs> t- I thought he maybe, got married. I okay. thought me <laughs> you would know about this because, uh, so the Chiefs played the Bears on uh, Sunday. And in classic, embarrassing Da Bears fashion, uh, they got completely trounced by the uh, <laughs> reigning Super Bowl champs. Did you say play? We call that a scrimmage. <laughs> when, the, when, you, when you know the college brings the high school senior, you know the varsity team in for a little fun scrimmage. <laughs> I thought you watched the game uh, maybe a little bit and saw that. Dude, I tuned in. I, so, for those that don't know, I tuned in. It was 30 to nothing. And as I'm texting Frank, they scored another touchdown. Yeah, it's unbelievable. <laughs> and it's amazing you saw the touchdown because the cameras wouldn't stop showing a fan hanging out in the uh, section of the the box section of the stadium. There, uh, the game was shit, and so they had nothing else to talk about. Finally tonight, the defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs' newest fan is causing quite a stir and a swift reaction. CBS's Jolene Kent reports on the enchanting detail. Oh, I got you. <laughs> yeah, Thank yeah, you. I, I, I thought about it, but all right. Terrible joke. Taylor Swift has entered her football era. If we play like this every time Taylor's in the building, then she needs to be here every week. 
Swift made her fearless return to Kansas City's Arrowhead Stadium, which she sold out twice last summer, to cheer on NFL tight end Travis Kelsey. I told her, I've seen you rock the stage in Arrowhead. You might have to come see me rock the stage in Arrowhead. Wearing red, of course, next to Kelsey's mom, Donna. The reaction beyond the NFL's wildest dreams. They even interview uh, Bill Belichick about this. Travis Kelsey's had a lot of big catches in his career. <laughs> this would be the biggest. The wimp. Oh, I got you again. Yeah, don't worry. There's going to be a, lot, a lot of oh, these in this keep, one. Keep it hot. <laughs> of his jersey. Where's Alec Baldwin? I need someone's finger on the trigger. <laughs> you got it, Chief. Just say shoot. Selling fast online. The company behind Kelsey's outfit capitalizing, calling it the 1989. And stores touting the New Balance shoes she wore to the game, a hot commodity. The New Balance shoes she wore to the game are selling out online, dude. You people are stupid. This- <laughs> Swifties know all too well she's a mastermind of her business reputation. Her tour God, alone expected to add an estimated $5 billion to the global economy. Did you catch that? Do you know it came up? They, they keep repeating. <laughs> they keep repeating this fact that something like seventy percent of Americans cannot put their hands on a thousand dollars if they have an emergency today. How many of you fucking people have new New Balance because or, Taylor <laughs> Swift wore them? How many of you spent uh, two to five thousand dollars per ticket to go see her Eras so tour? Right, uh, fucking idiots. Credit card uh, balances are on the rise at an unprecedented rate. That's right. Fucking idiots. Go buy your new balance because Taylor Swift, uh, it's so No, it's not just that, dude. Uh... Do you know what's (laughs) killing me the most? I I gotta tell you, the thing that's bothering me the most about being 35. Oh, yeah. Here we go. This is what's killing me about being 35 years old is I really believed in my my hearts of hearts, I really believed that you would, you know, by the time you're in your 30s, you would look around and people would realize the mistakes they made. You know what I mean? And that, like, it doesn't matter what kind of clothes I wear or what kind of car I drive or that I went to the Taylor Swift concert. You know what I mean? But nobody cares about that shit. Everybody's still, you know what, I, you know what I'm saying? Dude, you're looking around at other people in their 30s and they're, like, still wearing this shit. And I don't know. I'm reminded of when I worked at a uh, fast casual salad restaurant, Uh, a girl who was still in high school who worked the line with me. We were standing there. We had been treated like total crap by a customer, and uh, she turned to me and said something profound in her age, uh, and it shocked me. And uh, she said, you know, uh, everybody grows old, but it seems like nobody really grows up. And and it just really hit home to me in that moment that that was the reality of the world. You're young and you you aspire to be a grown-up because you think it's a world of grown-ups run by grown-ups. And then you get there and you realize my boss is a childish asshole and everybody who runs this whole thing is a child. And it's all nepotism and everybody just rises to the top because they get hand-me-downs from their dad. And that's the world we live in. Yeah. That's the truth. (laughs) Unfortunately, man. But like if you're, I don't know, uh, <clears throat> I, I, uh. like if you're 35 and you're walking around bragging about your fucking, you got this Dodge Charger and you got the new Air Jordans. Okay, that's to me that is the most unimpressive thing in the world 
Because at 35, you should have realized the Air Jordans and the Dodge Charger don't matter. True, right? yeah, but I wouldn't mind I'd walking be, around a fresh pair of uh, Air get Jordans. Get the fuck out of here. I'm <laughs> way more impressed by the person that knows the Air Jordans don't matter. No way. I am has the Air way more impressed if you're able to afford the Air Jordans. A-I-R-E <laughs> Jordans, worn exclusively by the royal himself when he jogs in Manhattan. Oh, Prince, you're an Prince idiot, Williams. dude. That's not, how you, that's not how you spell air. I was... <laughs> Can we scratch that? We'll get it in post. <laughs> it's it's H E I R, bro. I don't know if you know that. What did I you say? Know that? Oh well, <laughs> well, no, I was going with the. Oh no, I was going with the play on air, but making it fancy with the e. <laughs> oh, no, dude, if you're gonna rub it in a prince's face, you rub it in a prince's face. You just change the whole word. <laughs> I see what you're. Go- yeah, I guess you and I were on different paths. I I just like I liked adding the e as a lame. <laughs> You know, no, dude, these guys are British. They would just make fun of you for the misspelling. You got <laughs> to think about like well, it, no, it's British. I was, I was going for a play on Air Jordan, you know, you know, because everything. Yeah, there's is, no subtlety in the in the Brits. Well, you, you know? know, the the British are weird. They do color, right? You can't do color notes, color, right? They do the C O L O U R. You know what I'm saying? They do everything a little, a little funkier than we do it here. So I, thought, I figured Air with the E, you know, made it a little more British. <laughs> Maybe you put a, an H. You got to put an H in there. Though. But you I have to. I have to give you credit. I am an idiot. I, Air Jordan with the H E I R. Yes, that is way more hilarious. Way yes, absolutely. Because yeah. you still have the Jordan symbol, but he's wearing a clown, a crown. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Did you say Air Jordan? No, this is Air Jordan. <laughs> Yeah, that's a These whole are the shoes level. for only an heir. I'm a certified moron. Uh, either way, <laughs> speaking of morons, they're dishing out this money for this New Balance that Taylor Swift wore to the Bears game. So ridiculous. If you, if you bought New Balance because Taylor Swift wore you're fucking... Remember that thing I said about not knowing you're stupid? You're stupid. Well, here's... Congratulations. My 65-year-old father wears New Balance. You wear the same thing as a <laughs> retired old suburban fat dude. <laughs> Bro, 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 what the fuck are those New Balance? You know the New Balance I'm talking about. Every old man has them. They're like the four of Every overweight, middle-aged yeah. man in the suburbs Every... has the New Balance. Dude, Peppino, literally, that's our dad. His name is Peppino. That's, that's cucumber in Spanish. We know. And, uh... <laughs> They're delicious. Dude, he literally, he literally comes on Sunday with these old beat-up... He's like, yeah, no, no, I'm going to go get a new pair. Actually, today, me and Mary, we're going to go get a new pair. The next week he comes, it's the same exact pair of New Balance, just new. Well, not this time around. He probably went there, and each shoe cost uh, two fifty a piece, I imagine. Is it, you know, for, you know. <laughs> no, you know what happens. He, he went there, he pair. tried out a bunch of shoes, and then he ended up, he's like, oh, I really like these pair. Bought them, and it turned out to be the same pair he had. It happens to me with Boots all the time. Uh, he's going to get himself the new Taylor Swifties. Hot commodity. Swifties. Dude, the other, the other day, I literally uh, I went on Amazon. Oh, yeah. And I was like, all right, I need new boots. So I put in men's work boots, steel-toed, waterproof. And then I went through the filters. I did my size. And then I wanted black. I wanted black. <laughs> and then I ordered them. And then I realized they're the same pair I ordered last year. <laughs> Well played. I ordered the same shit 
constantly. That's how it goes, you know? Don't think too much, all right? You, you like what you like. Stick in the routine. It's way easier. Well, uh, I love where they, uh, the numbers they drop on this Taylor Swift thing. It's just a few more seconds. You're going to enjoy it. The game, a hot commodity. Swifties know all too well she's a mastermind of her business reputation. Her tour alone expected to add an estimated $5 billion to the global economy, more than the GDP of at least 50 countries. Welcome to the... She, she's doing better than Biden at, like, making money in this country. This is crazy. Oh, that's not the, she's doing better than Zimbabwe. I know. It's, well, <laughs> well, that's the story. I mean, there's a lot of countries that we've staged some coup d'etats recently. So, you know, I mean, you got to give a little credit. To Maybe our dollar just doesn't mean anything. Right. Uh, eventually, they'll just be, like, Swift bucks. We'll all be, like, uh, paying for stuff <laughs> in, like, Swift dollars. Frank, I could give you a million dollars or three Swift tickets. <laughs> Which would you <laughs> and now her fans suddenly paying attention to the NFL, and the players are ready for it. Jolyn Kent, CBS. All right, all right. So uh, I we missed it earlier, but the jerseys for Travis Kelsey are are like selling out because all the chicks are buying them. And uh, the the phenomenon behind Taylor Swift is absolutely ridiculous. But I'm just blown away by the amount of money she's generating and making for the, you know, the global economy and probably the American economy. <laughs> I love that global economy because you know those people in Kenya are definitely getting a cut. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are they? Who are they including on this global? Right? Some Europe action? She didn't go to Ukraine. Oh, dude, come on! How can you bring oh, that so up? Ridiculous. A what a ri- what a ridiculous story, Taylor Swift. Uh, congratulations. I'm I'm glad she's happy with the uh, the Travis fella that nobody's heard of before. And uh, hopefully, well, she came uh, up. It's not fair life. because Taylor Swift came up. She, so Taylor Swift became famous, and then like right after she became famous, that was it. The only people that could be famous were black and Latino. So then she kind of cornered the market on the white girl thing, you know. Yeah, there's something up with her. There's a lot of stuff online. If you have the time and you're willing to do the dive, you can, you know, go into the rabbit hole of, uh... Oh. Oh, man. Oh, we're getting hit by uh, Mike's cell phone there. Wow, that was a hard hit. Yeah. <laughs> but if you uh, if you have the time to uh, <laughs> deep dive... Sorry. I had to cut that one out. Whoa! <laughs> it was cousin Frank though. I gotta call him back. Deep dive the uh, Taylor Swift and the witchcraft. She does a lot of satanic uh, imagery at her shows. She even performs allegedly. You know, a lot of witchcraft. Um, I don't know spells and you know all, all sorts of oh, stuff. Oh, what if she shows. brings out Bunkin next? Giselle I, Bunkin. Oh well, they could be buddies. You never know. I mean, uh, she definitely did the spell stuff with <laughs> Tom Brady. I'm just saying, <clears throat> Taylor Swift's kind of a weird one. You could always uh, go down the route. There's a lot of info out there that potentially she's this like old Satanist that's been around for you know hundreds and thousands of years, and uh, a lot of weird stuff. If you go down the Taylor Swift, which well, you know who's playing his card rights is uh, Kelchi over there, dude. Keep going with the witch. You might win ten Super Bowl rings. I think if he, yeah, if he sticks with it, he could uh, go the Tom Brady route, play till he's fifty years old. It could be good for him. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Stick man. with it. Well, uh, she's hot. <laughs> Fuck it. Who could deny it? Taylor Swift. <laughs> 
Well, she's doing something right. It's probably Korean foreskins and mixed with a little witchcraft. Lots of foreskins. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> Foreskins go a long way. I don't know. <laughs> I, I look 20 years older than I am. No foreskin and uh, no, no adrenochrome. Well, you know, you know speaking of uh, people who are looking rough, as in rough, I'm talking catcher's mitt uh, here. Uh, John Kerry, I saw a clip of him this weekend. I know you love John Kerry. He was... Wow. Uh, Doing climate change. Is this stuff? John Kerry, the man who never owned a private jet, only his wife yes. owned private jets. <laughs> his wife owned a fleet of private jets. <laughs> John Kerry flew on his private jet. Uh, Not his private jet. His, his wife's private jet. Flew on his wife's private jet to talk about climate change. <laughs> And the man is, I, I got it. It's like a super cut clip that someone was floating John, on. Uh, John Kerry, I got a question. In a divorce, would you get half of that jet? No, he would get half of the jets. <laughs> Come on, man. We've got a bunch of jets lying around here. Someone's got to take one of them. To be least. fair, if we got divorced, I would get half of the private jet. <laughs> Rental business. <laughs> he's a sleepy dude. There's no doubt about it. And yeah, he he's so at this. Uh, it's is a someone cut. According this to Bill Maher, though, it would have been. Way, I never even deep dove on that. Bill Maher in that one clip I played specifically said Barack Obama, the junior congressman from Illinois, was far superior than the war veteran John McCain. Especially at a time when we were embroiled in Iraq, Afghanistan, <laughs> right? A that's Cold sorry, War with it. Russia. Well, either I don't know way, why that made me think of it. But that was that's just objectively true. Obama was a better choice than the war veteran, the war hero. Well, I know who how, stood by <laughs> his men. Right, go ahead. I know how you feel about John Kerry, and I have an outrageous clip of him saying absurd and insane things about agriculture. Agriculture contributes about 33% of all the emissions of the world, uh, depending a little bit on how you count it, but it's anywhere from 26 to 33. And we can't get to net zero. We don't get this job done unless agriculture is front and center as part of the solution. But with a growing population on the planet, we just crossed the threshold of 8 billion fellow citizens around the world. We just crossed that in this last year. Emissions from the food system alone are projected to cause another half a degree of warming by mid-century on the current course that we are today. <gasps> Did he say half a degree? Dude, so right now he's about to say something insane. It's weird that he doesn't even like catch himself. Two degree future could result in an additional 600 million people not getting enough to eat. And you just can't continue to both warm the planet while also expecting to feed it. Doesn't work. So we have to reduce emissions from the food system to keep the 1.5 degrees alive. Why do we have to keep 1.5 <laughs> degrees alive? Because scientists. 
<laughs> it gets crazy. As a basis of physics and mathematics, not ideology and politics or party labels or anything else, as a matter of physics and mathematics and some biology and chemistry have told us these are the consequences. And we already see it happening. And almost everything they've predicted for 30 plus years now is coming true, but the problem is it's coming Nothing has come true! <laughs> Nothing has come true! Nothing in 30 years has come true! All you've done is move the goalposts! Nothing has come true! There is no acid rain! The polar ice caps are still there! The fucking- Nothing has come true! I can still go see a polar bear in the wild! There's still penguins! There's still fucking- What, what has come true? <laughs> what has come true?! <laughs> <laughs> I told you there was a payoff, man. Oh my god, what has come true? In 30 years, the science has been right. They've been wrong. What, does that, what, the, what the fuck is that asshole's name? The other asshole. The other asshole that wrote the, 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 the Greta, climate change movie. Greta Thunberg? No, 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 no. The other white asshole, that how, old guy that flies around in planes. How dare you? You're talking about um, uh, Al Gore, man. Al Gore came out with a movie 20 years ago. I know. What happened to Inconvenient Truth, man? It turned out to be wrong. <laughs> That's the Inconvenient turned to, Truth. It turned out to be an inconvenient fallacy is what it was. <laughs> you fucking assholes. <laughs> it was an inconvenient pipe dream that they wanted you to donate money. This is insane. They have been right about nothing because the models are wrong. Because you do these models and these predictions and they, you don't incorporate everything. None of you people predicted the fact that today the, the earth is greener than it has been in human history. Yeah, and it's not only that. Actually, uh, one of the big kind of issues here is all this climate crisis emergency nonsense is predicated on the fact that the math and the science that John Kerry is talking about here is based on faulty data, which forgot to include clouds. I'm not kidding. They didn't include how clouds affect the way the temperature raises and lowers. You know what I'm saying? And they, they their calculations are based on nonstop sun hitting the earth at all times. Yeah, it's, it's bullshit. It's faulty science. The data is bad. It's similar to the data that they had for uh, the COVID mRNA vaccines, which, oh, what was that? Oh, yeah. Wait, what? There was no data? Oh, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I was a little wrong on that one. Never mind. The mRNA vaccines, they had no data. Dude, it's really crazy. Ted Cruz talks about it, too. If you look at, like, so all the projections you could ever find now, today, they all say we're headed towards a climate, climate disaster, right? Right. And Ted Cruz pointed out that if you look back at like the 90s, people it was still people like some models said we were some models said we were warming, some said we were cooling, like we were getting all these weird things, right? The government under democratic leadership started only uh giving grants to people that were finding proof of climate change. <laughs> Right? Yes, of course. So so you get two studies. One doesn't find climate change. One does. Well, next year, guess what? Only the guy that did find it, he's going to get the grant, not you. Yeah, man. So so you do that for a couple decades. And now, now 98% of the people doing studies for the U.S. government believe that climate change is real. 
And That's Nancy right. Pelosi could solve it. Just give her more money. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It, it's uh, it's a racket. The whole climate thing is a scam. Uh, nothing about those windmills works. Nothing about the chemtrailing works. It's all just to pump money into bullshit programs. There's probably tons of laundering going on and lining of pockets. Oh, 100%. I mean, that's what I would ask anybody. All right, fine. I'll vote for Nancy Pelosi. And I'll let Nancy, and I, I'm going to agree Nancy Pelosi could vote this $5 billion for climate change. <laughs> Where's that money going? Well, for climate change. How? Right. <laughs> right? Yes. What company are they giving that money to, and how is that company affecting the climate change? More importantly, at what percentage? You're saying we're going to go up a degree in 20 years? Okay, I'm going to give this company $500 million. How much are they going to lower that degree? Right? The insanity to think that we have any ability, truly, to affect the Earth on a grand yeah. scale. Uh God. How right? narcissistic of us as a society to think we have any control over this thing that we are riding on. We have no control, man. Anything dude, could wipe us out at any moment. Dude, can I play a clip from Neil deGrasse? You got some gas for me? It just kind of goes with the, the problem is Neil deGasse is the scientific version of the Democratic Party. He is the scientific talking head for the Democratic Party, right? A absolutely, man. He explains God. Wow. The audacity. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I love this clip. Where is this and when is this from? Is this a recent thing? Was he... This yeah, guy, this is... stick to, well, I guess when we talk, you know, when we talk the stars, I guess we can do a little God. Oh, yeah. So somebody asked him if he believes in God. Oh, and all right, all right. Well, the question was laid. I, I get it. Yeah, this is fantastic. I'm talking. As a scientist, do yeah. you believe in God? Productive scientists do not bring their Bible, their scripture, their holy books into the lab because they do not mix there. So they draw a line in the sand, mm -hmm. and they do one in one place, then they worship on the weekend, Saturday or Sunday, whatever your religious tradition, there. So to ask whether they can coexist, the answer is empirically yes. Every description of God that I've heard holds God to be all-powerful, very typical, and all good. And then I look around, and I see a tsunami that killed a quarter million people in Indonesia, an earthquake that killed a quarter million people in Haiti. And I see earthquakes and tornadoes and disease, childhood leukemia. And I see all of this and I say, I do not see evidence of both of those being true simultaneously. If there is a God, the God is either not all powerful or not all good. Okay, so this is how I'm going to relate this to what we're talking about, right? Oh, man, that was a heavy drop the there by the Neil deGrasse. This is how you know he's a Democrat, and this is the problem with the Democratic Party, right? Oh, yeah. That is such a narcissistic view of God, the universe, and all of that, right? Just like the Democrats always say, we're going to save the planet. We're here for climate. We're trying to save the planet. Neil deGrasse Tyson, I see a tsunami. That proves to me that there is no God. He can't be good, right? 
Yeah, well, my, what in, in my <laughs> in my belief, if there is a god, he created the universe. He created the planet, right? Yeah. So you have to look at everything on a universal level, right? I'm not saying it's good for anybody to die, but death being for everybody and everything is what makes our life so good. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And that, and that tsunami taking out a quarter million people, you saying that's proof that God doesn't exist, maybe that is a universal good on some level. I mean, anytime a hu- like anytime you die, you're kind of opening up space for the next generation, right? So it's like you're you're taking it's the same thing with the Democratic Party. It's like, are you really trying to save the planet? Do you really care about the Earth? Do you really care about the planet, or you just want to preserve life how it is right now for you? Absolutely, <clears throat> I'm reminded right? of um, it was one of the lead scientists. Uh, it might have been. Sweden, or I can't remember where it was when they... Do you remember this? A couple decades ago, they, for the first time, did the human genome, or they mapped it, right, officially. And they were interviewing one of the leads, you know, biologists or whatever. You know, I'm an idiot, so I I don't know the actual (laughs) ist behind the uh, study. However, uh, I do recall not just one, but several kind of uh became very religious as a uh as a side effect of their studies on the human yeah. genome and how it really kind of pushed them more towards uh you know the idea of um creation or a creator and it, you know th- that is um <clears throat> it almost seems like you know Neil deGrasse Tyson doesn't want to go down that route and that's fine he's a science man but He's I, not though. No, no, the, he's not. I'm cl- trying to. This claims, is my whole point claims, about Neil deGrasse Tyson. He claims to be. Claims so, to be a science man. Is what I'm he's not. He is. He's he an actor. Is he's the Democrat he's the Party, the mainstream media. He's what they want you to believe as a scientist, so that you will listen to the bullshit. Dude, I heard. Uh, I think it was Brian Cox. It was one of those guys. It was Brian Cox or the other guy. I can't remember. But they said uh, when they were asked about God, they said, "I'm. I've spent my whole life. I've dedicated my whole life to quantum physics." dedicating my whole life to finding the equation that solves everything in the universe he goes everybody who's ever studied religion they've tried to find that one answer that answers the entire universe i believe me as a physicist i'm in search of the same answer as the religious leaders that's beautiful and I was like and i was like dude that is a guy who understands neil degrasse tyson you're a fucking sham Yes, he's an actor. He's the Mandarin, dude. We You're the Mandarin, him. dude. We you know. come out here with this fucking bullshit? You give me this bullshit? Get out of here, dude. <laughs> I, I see the tsunamis and the cancer. and the Dude, go, go fuck yourself. Well, but do you see... Go fuck you, like, maybe it's not good that the seven-year-old died from cancer, <laughs> but cancer as a whole maybe is better for the universe. But you also, know what I mean? Like, yeah, but... you are... Look, Neil deGrasse Tyson, I'm supposed to turn to you for you to expand my mind. And you are the one giving me these answers in such a closed-minded view. You know what I mean? You know what, Neil? I like you better when you're explaining to me how a quarterback throws a football to the receiver down the field. That seems to be your trajectory. That seems to be his angle. You want to hear Neil deGrasse talking to Theo Vaughn, the comedian? I guess so. What what is this about? Uh, This is why Neil deGrasse is not a real scientist. Listen to this. All right. If you happen to leave an egg up on the counter and a toddler's reaching up, you say, no, don't touch that. 
And I'm saying, no, let him grab it. What did the egg cost you? Last I checked, 40 cents at most? Watch. You know the egg is gonna end up breaking. But so what? Watch, the kid starts playing with the egg, and then they do something with it, and then it breaks. That's interesting. Something can be hard, yet fragile. Mm. <laughs> How many things in life are that? And it's brittle. It doesn't bend, it breaks. Yeah. Okay? So these are structural properties of organic substances, all right? And then what's inside? There's this transparent, goopy stuff, and there's a yellow thing. What is that? And then you tell them, that might have been a chicken. Oh my God! Blow their oh, mind. Blow their mind. Okay, how does that story ever end up on Theo Vaughn's podcast? It's because you're an actor with a script. Oh yeah, right? well, I feel like everything he's saying is very angled towards... Uh... In a weird, veiled way, he's kind of Democrats good, uh, Republicans bad. Climate change, Dude, climate change, climate change. You're on a show with Theo Vaughn, who never brought up anything about kids and, like, eggs. And, like, you just brought up this whole thing about, like, I don't know. He has this, like, scripted way of talking where he, like, has to hit these points. I don't know. No, dude, oh, actually, I'm so sick and deal. I, I agree, and to be totally honest, I've been kind of going down a rabbit hole when it comes to actors selling an agenda... Uh, I, I've been thinking that one of my favorite actresses out there these days, been kind of quiet, but finally hit the scene again, selling a very similar agenda to the Neil deGrasse Tyson, a, the woke climate change agenda. Uh, it's been a while. I'm excited. I hope you are too. It's a quickie. It's a goodie. This is AOC talking her Tesla. You know, one of the things that's happening in the auto industry, as you know, is this um, market shift and transition to electric vehicles. You were quoted back in July saying you look forward to buying a union-made electric vehicle, but you buy, but you currently have a non-union-made Tesla. UAW already oh. makes. Oh, it's, oh yeah. <laughs> Built by fucking uh, Elon Musk. Oh, that's in right. Tesla. UAW already like, makes. How is she going to dig herself? Out of this one, man. Some so, like, does she have her card saying she's a communist, or is that, like, coming in the mail? <laughs> does the Tesla come with a uh, MAGA sticker? How does it work? <laughs> I'm just curious. I can't afford one, so how would I know? Yeah, I, I don't make the, the exuberant amount of money that AOC makes where she can, you know, pull in six figures, get all those uh, free stock option uh, quotes. I know. And, Insider deals, and then also afford the Nancy Pelosi boob job she seems to have gotten. AOC, Lauren Boebert, same chicks. Oh, I meant to say that. Did you see Same. the boob job on AOC? Yes. No, I'm oh. telling you, they both have huge, major boobage going on. It's kind of crazy. Somebody check Nancy's bank account. I guarantee I'm you she dollars in referral bonuses. They, two, they saw Nancy's bonuses. guy, man. I'm telling you, dude. Something happens, you enter dude. this. World. AOC entered a, entered Congress a no tit broke waitress. She's now a multi millionaire <laughs> double D. <laughs> I know, but I mean this. I I've, I've said this before, and I I double down. I keep going on with this, and I'm serious. I am very serious about this. All right. When it comes to Lauren Boebert, 
And when it comes to AOC, our country would be so much better if you guys are working the bar by my house and we had a threesome. You know what I'm saying? Like, that would be a better world. Get out of Congress. We need these clowns out of there. Get back to the bars. Work the restaurants, AOC. Lauren Boebert. Get out of politics, please. You people are bad for politics. You're bad for our country. Both sides. Congress should be Ted Cruz. A bunch of guys nobody wants to fuck. Yes, and I mean this, and I I include, I'm not just being sexist here. Matt Gates, Swalwell. You doofuses are on the same level with Bobert and AOC. Get out of here. Go work the bar. You're the Mimba. Yeah, go work the bar. Go work the bars, man. You guys are better off. Our country's better oh, off. Oh, that's a great call because, uh, hey, Janice Yellen, you want to make a run at Congress? Go for it. Fine. You got the looks. Fine. <laughs> There's no Chinese spy coming here to bang you. You're not going to be groping anyone at Beetlejuice. You know what I'm saying? Right. Fine. You can't even get a day for Beetlejuice. You're going with Nancy. You know, it's crazy. It's like there's no middle ground, right? We don't want these octogenarians running the show, but at least they're not groping each other at the play or banging the Chinese spy or doing mm. stuff where they should be hanging I mean, out at the bar. To, to be fair, I mean, have you hung out with millennials? <laughs> I know. Not much to them. No, we're, we're dumb. It's a bad generation. <laughs> we have bad representation or maybe not bad representation maybe aoc you know it might uh, be perfect dude they made a play about beetlejuice just to entertain us we still had to grab tits god we're retarded yeah that's we're right retarded. this is idiocracy <laughs> i'm baiting <laughs> so why wasn't that all right you, did you interrupt me while i'm baiting <laughs> that's right man that's where we're at now all right let's finish this aoc um, electric vehicles. So yes. why wasn't that? Is it a problem with the the quality? Is it a problem with the style? Is the market just not there? Uh, no, the, our car was purchased uh, during the pandemic when travel mass. Bef- She's blaming the pandemic, folks. The, the uh, it was COVID. <laughs> this is genius. Mass- before a, a vaccine had come out. So travel between New York and Washington, the safest way that we had determined was an EV, but that was prior to um, some of the new models coming out on the market that had the range available. Uh, but we're actually looking into trading in our car now. So we're looking into it and hopefully we will soon. Yeah, hopefully we will soon. Oh, hopefully. Yeah, I'm sure you will. Liar! Oh, that's so gross. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure you're going. I'm sure you're going to trade it in right after you go visit the migrants in cages that Biden put in. That's right, man. You fucking cunt. yeah, man. She is uh, all over the uh, idea that you know it was just a bad time. We had COVID vaccines weren't out. I mean, how do you blame mm. vaccines not coming out to? Uh, you know, for buying the Tesla. No, the, the reality is, AOC, you make a ton of money, more money than your constituents. And uh, you decided to buy a super expensive Tesla because you are in on the insider trading. You knew prices were going down at that time. And you know that you have to get rid of your Tesla before 100,000 miles because the engines crap out on them and you have to totally replace all the batteries. Yeah. You so you're know. probably going to sell it to one of your constituents. Yeah, you'll sell your used Tesla to some jackass who's going to probably put it on Turo to rent to some other jackass like me who thinks they're really cool driving around in a shitty Tesla <laughs> for a weekend on vacation. That's exactly what happens. <laughs> yeah. That Mustang was pretty cool, though. 
Mustang was nice. I like the Turo app. It's really fun, actually. Hey, we, got, we could have a sponsor here, man. Uh, <laughs> it's good for traveling, get the cheap yeah, stuff. I forgot who was talking about it, but uh, it was like a comedian. It was a comedian. I forgot who it was. It was one of the podcasts I listened to. I think it might have been Andrew Santino. I don't remember, though. But they were saying they just went to Florida, right? Oh, yeah. And they were like on there, they were there for like a month on vacation. They did a couple shows and they were like, they came back to San Francisco and they just kept, like, all they kept talking was like, they're like, I, I was there and I couldn't believe, like, there are places in America that are functioning like this. <laughs> and I was, dude, it kept reminding me, like, of our trip. The whole time I was like, I can't believe you really got used to places like Chicago. And then you go to a place like, you know, Fort Myers, and you're like, I, I can't believe there's places in America that are still like this. Well, the lockdowns you know? uh, played uh, paid a heavy price on a lot of places, and I, I don't think people realize how during 2020 and 2021, Florida was the place that you could visit. It was the only free place in America. That was it. Everybody yeah, else you, was locked down. But when you go to Fort Myers, right, there's no empty shopping uh, centers, you know, strip malls. Right here, you see an empty strip mall in a prime location, and, and everybody's just like, Oh, I got hit by the pandemic. Yes. It's like if you go down to Florida, you're like, But why didn't this get hit? You know, and it's anybody who lives in a blue city, you need to go visit Florida, you know. Yes, because you can see what it's like where the pandemic didn't really happen. And what's crazy is there are people out there who want the pandemic to come back. I've been saying it. They want the lockdowns to come back. And uh, I, I think we got time. I have a clip that I have normally, I have can't think of a time where we've clipped Howard Stern. I have some Howard Stern here. Oh, I got to hear it. Let's and it. Uh, Howard Stern is bragging about getting Howard Stern, who had strippers sit on Sibian fucking vibrators during his goddamn radio show. Yeah, well, he's getting boosted, man, and he's going to talk about wokeism right here. This is a crazy little clip of Howard Stern. I'm for the vaccine. Dude, call me woke as you fucking want. I'm not for stupidity. You know, I ran out Friday morning. I was over at CVS. Thank you, CVS. I went over there 9 a.m. and got myself that new vaccine for COVID. <laughs> fucking science. This fucking country is so great. You can get it for free. I mean, everyone can get it for free except me. I had to pay for it because for some what? reason my, my fucking insurance, you know, they take your insurance card and yeah, they go, yeah. oh, your insurance for some reason doesn't. I, I go, I got the shittiest fucking I, How did you wind up with a bad policy? What's wrong with you? Cost me 300 fucking bucks for me and Beth. What? Yeah. <laughs> no, more. You work for your own company. Anyway, the rest. So you picked it. <laughs> you will not have to pay. Stop it. No, I've never. They take my information. They say, has. They don't even look anymore because they have me in the file. And they yeah. say, has your insurance changed? No. Here's yeah. your shot. I don't know what's going on, but anyway, I didn't care. I, I wanted it. I got there super early, and I was like the first one, and I, I got that shot, and I'm like, God bless the United States. Nobody was there, I bet. God bless the United States. 
I get every fucking vaccine. At, good. And, and for those of you who think the government's trying to kill you or implant chips, or go ahead with Or they're chipping your, you. I don't yeah. know why they're chipping you. Go for those conspiracies. But I am woke, motherfucker, and I love it. I want to be awake. I want to read legitimate news sources. Here's how woke I am. I believe the election was not rigged. Because well, did, you, did you did you hear um, Trump's latest statement about yeah. how he decided the election was was uh, fake? Was that he just felt that way? Yeah, and he felt he had he a feeling. Listen to his lawyers. His lawyers <laughs> said to him, "You lost the election." He said, yeah, "I didn't, didn't trust like them. I didn't like them. I didn't respect them. I decided that yeah. the election was rigged." So I'm woke, man. I think that's a compliment. Uh, it's not, actually. Sorry, Howard. It is not a compliment. Yeah. And that's one of the weirder clips I think we've thrown down here when it's it comes really to this. Weird. It's strange hearing somebody very proud of the wokeness and, and being a part of that Democratic Party. We've been talking about it this whole episode, essentially. You know what I'm saying? Like this... This kind no, but of mentality that is the on the other side. Generation. But man, wow, this guy, it he was the first in line. He clearly was the only one in line. He got his booster. Nobody is getting this booster. No, he is was that is the boomer generation. They all say the same shit. Dude, you guys were the ones that were like anti-government. Howard and, Stern you know I mean? wants the lockdowns. He didn't leave his house till like a month ago. I know, and they want the shots. It's crazy. And if you get the shots, you alluded to it uh you know earlier. You know, that's going to start the next wave. That's how it works. 100%. They give you the shot, the next wave starts. Round and round. Wow. Round and round. That's how it goes. <laughs> we did this dance, man. We literally did this dance for two years. <laughs> round and round. <laughs> we watched this whole thing happen, and it was over and over again. Get the shots. Another... Uh, you know, COVID, uh, they came up with the Omicron the and the yeah, variant, the, the Delta Max. And, you know, it was just like, you know, <laughs> we stopped paying attention a long time ago. Nobody cares. So Howard Stern, I hate, it sounds, it sounds like a sad story. Howard Stern walked into a CVS. Howard Stern, right? Maybe even thinking he's famous and there's going to be some people there. Right? Nope, nobody. He just walked probably right up to the counter. <laughs> Only one. And the lady said, you're the first one. <laughs> then she said, "Sir, I'm sorry to tell you, it's gonna be three hundred dollars." She couldn't be- even she couldn't believe you're like, "Okay." This guy, he paid three hundred bucks to kill himself. Yeah, dude. I mean, you might as well have just given that money to Pfizer. It's just really crazy to me that we're at this point where you, you know, Howard Stern, a lot of listeners, I assume, he's got that nice contract with Sirius XM. Like, you know, he's bragging about being woke and. and- I think it's been proven at this point, right? Everyone on both sides can agree. You go woke, you go broke. Isn't that oh, the deal, yeah. man? Like, the woke is the broke, man. It's a horrible way to go. Look at Budweiser. I, I think the rule is you go woke, you go broke $300 at a time. <laughs> oh, right. And then you get uh, myocarditis <laughs> and then probably some blood clots and, uh, you know, most likely know, a stroke. Dude. Yeah, fuck you, dude. The, the whole boomer generation, I'm so disappointed in you guys, man. For the fucking, you know, you guys are the, you are the children of the men that stormed Normandy. And you're the fucking pussies who are like, no, don't kill grandma. You have to get your shot. Well, you know, 
I always thought they were the generation, right, of the uh, the Pink Floyd and the Wall, and you know, mother, should yeah, I no, trust the government? No, no wonder we lost Vietnam. Fuck it, our greatest generation went to World War II, then they came back, they gave birth to a bunch of f***s that couldn't fight in the jungle, and uh, now we're, this is what we're left with. Those fucking same f***s are back from the jungle, and they're telling us to get our shots. I don't know, man. I mean, Vietnam was kind of a debacle uh, that was you know, staged by a lot of the clowns who are probably still in power now. That was probably more about something... Yeah, Joe Biden was a senator during Vietnam. I don't even... Yeah, that should actually bother some people, right? Maybe we shouldn't have anyone in power still that was doing Vietnam. <laughs> the, the, the freshman uh, senators during Vietnam were Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer. <laughs> and Feinstein, man, she was in her 30th year. It was incredible. <laughs> Mitch McConnell, just a blue-eyed freshman. <laughs> <laughs> he was just a young tortoise. Back in those days. <laughs> just a young little tadpole. Oh, that's a frog. <laughs> oh, Mitch, you're so cute. You just barely peeked that head out of that shell. <laughs> those were the days, man. <laughs> Oh, man, yeah, if you were around during Vietnam, you probably shouldn't be making any more decisions, right? You you, you, know, no. you don't have a good track record. Actually, <laughs> the history doesn't know. Uh... Could you measure walking into Congress 1975, you walk in 50 years later, it's still the same people? <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit more melted in the face? I got a time machine. I can't deal with you people. I'm going to go 50 years in the future. It's the same people. They're just now in charge. Better tips. Oh, <laughs> my